This is The Gemara Goes Green. I am Davi Frank. Today we will be learning Ta'anit Daftet. Welcome back to The Gemara Goes Green. Today we're going to be looking at Daftet of Ta'anit, which largely continues with stories and proofs for where rain comes from and what we can do as humans, both collectively and individually, to receive it. I'd like to start with a famous passage at the start of Daftet Amud Aleph which includes a song, which we will hopefully, Bezrat Hashem, sing tomorrow night, 19th of Kislev, a day celebrating the release of Rav Shnur Zalman Miliadi from prison of Chabad Hasidut. The passage goes as follows. Eshkechei Rabbi Yochanan Lianoka Deresh Lakish. So Rabbi Yochanan found the son of Reish Lakish, Amar Lei, Emali Psukaich. Tell me your pasuk. Tell me your verse. Amar lei asor taser. So, the 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 kid said to him, asor taser. Essentially, as we discussed yesterday, maaser um, is a form of giving a tenth of your property um, as a tax. Um, there's multiple types. Maaser ani um, for the poor people. For and um, so this essentially is just a pasuk saying. You shall do it. A, a, a tenth of it is what you should taser, should do as your maser. Amar so Rav Yochanan says to him, Umay aser taser, what does that mean? Amar aser bishvil shatit asher. So he, he makes a play on words and says, You should tithe, you should give a tenth of your of your fruits in order so that you will become rich. It's a play on words. Asher. Um, ashir in Hebrew means to be rich uh, on aser, um, which means to tithe. So then um, um, the boy said, "Amar lei manalach." Um, so where do you where do you get that? Where where do you derive that that this is actually the meaning? Uh, so then Rabbi Yochanan just says, "You know, I don't necessarily even need a a, a proof." Amar lei zil nase. Go and test it out. I don't need a proof to tell you that it's going to work. You should you need to go test it out. Are we actually allowed as human beings to test the test like Hashem? Like is that is that really permitted to us? We're not allowed to. And as it says explicitly in the Pasuk. Um, so essentially, he says this is actually an exception, as we learn from Rabbi Hoshaya, as it says in a pasuk that we're supposed to bring the entire uh, maser into the storeroom, um, so that there should be food in in the house of Hashem. Um, and as as the pasuk, nabezot. So you should test me now in this, and at the end, I will pour out a blessing for you that there should be more than sufficiency. is the famous line. Um, and then the Gemara asks, "Am I adbili die? Am I Rabbi Barchama? Am I Rav? Adshiv lusiv totechem ilomar die?" Which is the second line of the of the famous song. Um, so there should be more than enough. Um, that so much so that your lips are going to be worn out from saying enough. Um, so, in addition to being a really great song, this passage of Gemara teaches a valuable lesson in being active in our efforts to prevent ecological destruction. 
Just as here, the student is told to test out whether or not he will gain wealth or reign through giving these tithes or maser, as is proven in the pasuk that it is God's expectation of us. We must not be passive in our approach to making change in our world. We must test out the methods given to us, which we are told make a difference in our environment. We cannot throw our hands up in the sky and say that either we're doomed or a miracle will come and save our world from overheating. The miracle will come via our active steps to manifest it, through making an active choice to live more sustainably and inspire others in your circles to do so as well, just as God says explicitly in the Pasuk. Another idea I'd like to discuss appears in the first bit of Tet Amud Bet, in which Rish Lakish explains a ruling, as it says, um, so essentially, the, the ruling is that rain can fall for the sake of an individual. Um, as it says in a pasuk, you must ask for, for Hashem, from Hashem, rain at the time of the last rain. Um, and even of Hashem who makes these thunder clouds, he will give... He will give um, an individual that, as we learn from, it's a little drush on the word, la'ish. Uh, we're essentially saying explicitly because this is the pasuk, la'ish, to a person in, in, the, in the singular form, that an individual, if he needs rain, can receive it via prayer. The Gemara here discusses the fact that even if he is in a context where the rest of the world is not praying for rain, if an individual puts in personal effort to pray, he will receive what he needs from these resources. What this idea essentially is saying to us is that in order to bring about change, you must live the change. Even when nobody else is praying because they don't need the rain, your prayers are enough. I feel a lot of the time that people find their individual actions to be insignificant, as we are all such a small fraction of the world's population. However, this line is telling us that when you embody and embrace the change of what you feel your environment needs, your personal world will change. While in the context of the Gemara, the individual's world is the only goal, to simply provide enough water for his field, in our context, we must continuously live the change, and then hopefully allow the broader world around us to change for the good. To end today's learning, I'd like to turn to a discussion in the Gemara about what the source of water is in our world, and specifically to a line stated by Rabbi Eliezer, which goes as follows. Tanya Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Kol olam kulo so essentially, Rabbi Eliezer says that the entire world drinks out of the, the water of the ocean, as it says, and there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. Essentially saying the mist from the earth is in, in, in the face, water the face of the entire ground. It's talking about the water on the face of the ground, a.k.a. the sea. It comes from um, context of, of Breshit. Rabbi Eliezer fully views the ocean in this context as the source of water, which for all extensive purposes means the source of all life, as it still does today. Oceans make up the vast majority of our water supply today, and the organisms which live there provide a good amount of the oxygen we breathe. However, our oceans are on the brink of disaster due to overfishing, enormous quantities of waste pollution, in addition to oil spills. Not only do these terrible trends destroy the biosphere and biodiversity existing in the oceans, but also pollute the water we drink. And among those of us who eat fish, add extremely dangerous chemicals to the fish we eat. The ocean really is a whole other world than the one we live in. And we rely on its health and resources in order for us to survive. 
just as Rabbi Eliezer says. And the oceans should be high on our priority list of what to put in, to put our efforts into in terms of contributing to the progress in the climate crisis. Just as Rabbi Eliezer says that our main source of life is the ocean. Tis Gula Mitzvot and see you all tomorrow for Daf Yud.